0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Are you tired of dents and scratches ruining the look of your car? Look no further than Porter's Body Shop in Brookhaven. Call us at 601 833 1861 or visit us online at Porter's Body MS.com.
2: This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go
0: beyond the headlines.
3: Tuesday. Hopefully, you, you you didn't get flooded out overnight. It was that kind of night. Dave Hughes in on middays. Uh, it's just a beautiful day. Uh, it will be. We, we we have to we have to hold to that. We have to hope. We have to, we have our dreams. Rhino here in the Element Wealth Studio doing the best we can. To wait for Mr. Sun to come back out again. How are you, buddy? Oh, not too terribly bad. Haven't seen you in a minute. Has been a while. Yeah. Things going good with you? Not too bad. We uh, we were getting moved, me and Porch Cat. I was about to ask about that. I understand that there is a, a huge endeavor going on. There shall be a convoy of moving trucks.
4: Oh, yeah. It'll be happening soon. I've got it narrowed down to
3: uh, two places. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, that's not bad. Going to visit them this week. Very good. Very good. Uh, now, uh, when is the housewarming party? Uh, probably won't be till May ish. Which would you rather me bring, a toaster or a crock pot? <laughs> well, I've got three crock pots that I've discovered buried under everything. So, crock pot it is. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. That's the way this works. You never get what you need, you get what right. you already have. Right. It's always the way it works. Good morning to everybody on the ceasefire text line. David at West Point, as usual, the standard greeting. Hey, Dave's not here, man. Good to talk to you guys, too. Good to see you. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about. We've uh, got a good show lined up in front of us this morning. We've got uh, next hour, Brandon Presley will join us, the public service commissioner for the Northern District. And then at noon, Mississippi Senator Jeremy England will be in studio with us uh, talking car dealers which just very neatly brings us to the subject of gas. This is not a popular talking talking point right now. I realize that, but let's just stick with telling the straight facts. Oil is down. Gas is down. And the state of Mississippi, I don't know if you've looked at this, Rhino, the state of Mississippi, we have the lowest average statewide price of gasoline in America. We are number one in the lowest price. Uh, it's been at four dollars a gallon. Uh, Gary was telling us right before we came on the air, the station on the corner here is back down to three eighty nine. Now we need to shave a couple of more bucks off of that. Yeah, not saying I'm happy with it. None of us are, but we are at least at the moment moving in the right direction. So hopefully that will continue. <sighs> we'll see. I'm try- How hard is it right now, Rhino? And th- th- this this question and answer here. Let me make sure to lay the groundwork of the significance of it. Rhino and I have been through some stuff together in this studio. We 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 have fought some battles in the studio. Is it getting harder to keep a positive attitude, or is it just me?
4: Uh it is definitely a tougher row to hoe, but it is still the same row, if that makes any sense.
3: Yeah, makes perfect sense. Same weeds, same, oh, yeah. same rocks. you got to lever out with a shovel. Same problems. Well, not necessarily. We have some different problems that have cropped up. But it, we're just reaching the point to where I think we're going to hit saturation on all of this. You can only be, and I was talking about this a week or two ago, you can only stay in a state of anger and and fear for so long before eventually you just go numb and you shut down. Or you crack. Or you crack, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be charitable. We're just going to finally go, meh, going about our business. I have to wonder if we're not headed in that direction. I do
4: subscribe to pendulum theory, so I I do sincerely believe you can only get so crazy and so far out on the the extremes before gravity kicks
3: in. Yeah, and eventually it's going to swing right back in the other direction. Because I heard Paul talking this morning about uh, the boomers dealing with, you know, the threat of nuclear war, Uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis back in the 60s. They did. Then about 20 years later, what happened? We dealt with it again. Gen X, we used to have nuclear fallout drills in school. I've yet to find anybody that can explain to me what getting under your desk was going to do to help you in that situation. But that's what we were taught to do. Now, the hall is only safe during tornadoes. During a nuclear explosion, you got to get under your desk in the room. Well, that's the drill I got. I don't know what drills you went through. Duck and cover. Yeah. If you see the flash, hit the deck. So every so often, ever since World War II, we had this come up. The thing is, after World War II, about 20 years later, we had the Cuban Missile Crisis. Then about 20 years later, we had the Cold War uh, when it came to a head with the Soviet Union. Now we've gone 40 years since the last time we really had this kind of of unease yeah unease i didn't want to say fear because i haven't talked to anybody that's really just scared about this but aware of it i think would be a better way to put it
4: it, so, it does show a disconnect and a weird disregard for human life that i have seen multiple headlines having the the thought problem of well Could a nuclear winner be good? Sure. Sure. I mean, I'm sure we could go back to any other nuclear unease in history and find somebody saying it was a great idea, but we never took him serious enough to print them.
3: There are people, it, There, there is no subject that you can bring up. There's no potentiality that you can discuss that there's not going to be someone going, yeah, that's what, that's what needs to happen. We're instituting a program. We're going to pull everyone's fingernails out with pliers. Oh, it's about time. There's somebody, always, some custard head is going to think something is a good idea and ignore the negative side of it because it aligns with what they're trying to get you to do. We're used to that by now. That's just a day that ends in Y. It never stops. I did see that, actually. Where where was it here? I just saw it a second ago. Du, du, du. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thomas sent it in, but I had just seen it. Uh, that Saudi Arabia has announced they're considering accepting the yuan instead of the dollar for Chinese oil sales. It's being reported by the Wall Street Journal. Is this the start of the dollar no longer being the preeminent currency in international markets?
4: I mean, go back, what, decade, decade and a half, and the euro was going to be the next big thing?
3: Yeah, that went well, by the way. That, that, that really worked out.
4: I mean, there are pros and cons to both of those. The euro had multiple countries backing it. The euro also had multiple countries worth of bureaucracy behind it, whereas the Chinese yuan it has got one big country
3: behind it, but it, that one big country is very poorly run behind it. Yeah. yeah, which we have seen. They're back in COVID lockdown, by the way, in China. Oh, yeah. They have whole
4: fields full of these really nihilistic looking trailers full of quarantine patients.
3: Yeah. No, that's the way they operate the way they roll. The, the problem with the euro, yeah, you had all these countries behind it. Now you've got less countries behind it. We need to get Douglas Carswell back in here. He, he's an expert on that. He's the expert on that, I would think. Uh, it was a grand experiment. It was a great experiment. I'm just not sure it's turning out the way they hoped it would. China, on the other hand, may be able to bully their way in in a way that the European Union couldn't and wasn't able to because China, they're the big kid on the playground right now.
4: Or at least that's the front they're putting on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a discussion during the break about Russia. We're going to get into that in the next segment, the whole thing with Russia, because I have a personal Mississippi connection with Russia Hmm. that I'm going to share with you. I'm, I'm going to change the name because, understandably, he's a little nervous about things getting out. I would be, too. His whole family's over there with him. So, but I, I've got I've got a ground report, if you will, from Russia that I will give from a buddy of mine uh, coming up in the next break. Mose sent in a picture of the exact fallout shelter they had us get under during the duck and cover drills when I was in school. It's even rusted like the ones we had. That metal frame on the bottom with the space underneath is perfect. The big wooden top top. The only thing that I worry about is there's nothing carved in the top of that desk, so I don't know how well it was used. I mean, it's probably still 12 pounds of dried up chewing gum stuck under it, but you can't see that from the picture. might need to be looking on Facebook Marketplace to find one of those just in case. We were taught that's what you do, so might need to have one on hand. We'll continue from the Element Wealth Studios on
5: middays next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Showers and a possible thunderstorm, high near 66. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 51. Your Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. And a look to Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 76. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
8: Mississippians pay over $1 billion a year in state income taxes. That's a billion dollars they can't use to buy groceries, school supplies, or pay rent. When it comes to most small businesses, that's a billion dollars they can't use to buy equipment. Expand or offer better pay and benefits. That's why NFIB supports bills to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax and put more money in people's pockets. Visit nfib.com slash ms tax and tell Jackson it's time to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax. Paid for by the National Federation of Independent Business.
9: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one-selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
7: Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You
5: are the true heroes thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 in our headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
10: we the here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6-9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
3: Welcome back live in the Element Wealth Studios. You can find out more for yourself. All you have to do is go visit myelementwealth.com and find out how they can balance your income, your growth, and your guarantees. Uh, Russia and Ukraine. I I was telling you before the show, Rhino, my favorite story that has come out of this so far... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you saw this one or not. Uh, a group of Russian soldiers, probably 15 or so, uh, stormed a building, and they decided to all crowd into an elevator and ride up to the top so that they could have a view of the surrounding terrain and try to lock that segment of town down. Basic military tactic, you want the high ground, yeah. Yes. Now, now the problem is, basic military tactic is probably not to take all of your troops and cram them into a tiny box, because they got in the elevator, there was a Ukrainian watching on the security cameras, including one in the elevator, I, I saw a picture of them in there, they started the elevator... I want you to get this mental image. You've got these young Russian soldiers who think they're doing something good. The elevator music is playing. They're rising up to the top of the building. And the Ukrainian watching them killed the power to the building. All of a sudden, the elevator goes dark, stops moving. They can't get out. That's pretty effective. It's kind of funny. It's
4: pretty effective. Nothing else. It's psychological warfare.
3: Oh, yeah. It's great. Uh, by the time somebody finally got them out, they were probably not in any fit shape to fight, you would think. Now, before the break, I, I teased a, a story, and I'm I'm going to be rather circumspect with the details because we joke about it all the time, but we seriously are worldwide here on Super Talk, uh, thanks to the Internet. And the, this buddy of mine, who is from Mississippi— I'll go so far as to say he, is, he was born and raised in a town in the south half of Mississippi. That, that's as far as I'm going to go. Uh, served two tours in the military. Grew up here, went all the way through high school, joined the military, served two tours overseas. And while he was out serving, ran into, as happens sometimes, and met a lovely Russian girl. They got married, got a couple of kids. Well, they discussed it, and they decided they would like to live in Russia. She wanted to go back to where her family was. He agreed. So about seven, eight years ago, they moved back over there. Now I talked to this guy on a regular basis. we've been we've known each other for after we reconnected, we started connecting the dots back, and we've we've known each other twenty, thirty years. So I've been getting updates uh, over the Internet from this guy and talking to him about the current situation in Russia. From what he has told me, here are a couple of things. And and he put out a notice to all of his friends and our friend group uh, saying that they were having some pretty severe problems. They had no idea how they were going to get money, how they could get money. Uh, And the money that they had was – Every day was worth half what it was yesterday. But there's two groups. The first group that is, and th- these are understandable groups, the first group is a group that is mad at Putin. We've seen some coverage of them out protesting, immediately getting arrested, uh, and, and all of that. The second group is trying to stay at home and stay out of this. They don't like it, they don't agree with it, but they're not out in the streets trying to mix it up. Those are two predictable groups of people in that situation. Things are not improving. I actually haven't talked to him in about two or three days, and the last time I talked to him, he said, I'm not sure when I'll be able to talk to you again. The Internet's going out. And haven't heard from him since hoping everything is okay but the last time we talked he did say that the second group the ones that are just kind of staying at home trying to stay out of trouble stay out of stay out of this more and more of them are starting to join that first group that have had enough they didn't want this they're not behind this they don't support this they're not in favor of this in any way whatsoever And what you have to realize is, and I I tell you this story for a couple things. Number one, this is a report from somebody living about five miles outside of Moscow. He is as Russian as you can get in terms of his living situation. So this is a real report of what's actually happening. But I also tell you that to let you know that I, I have some small personal stake in this. I have somebody that I know that I've known for a while Uh, I really like the guy, really respect the guy, uh, going through some troubles right now, going through some hard times. Having said that, all the sanctions and everything else, this is literally the purpose of the sanctions, taking as many people from that second group as possible and moving them to the first group until you get a critical mass that reaches the point where enough is enough and this all stops because Putin and his bunch don't have a choice if they want to continue having a country or don't want to face a coup. That's the entire point of these. So these sanctions, all these things that we're doing, they're hurting the people that have no part in this, want no part in this, and don't want this to be going on. But that's by design. I know that sounds cold. I know it's easier to say that sitting here knowing I'm going home to my house where everything's going fine. I mean, I'm still broke, but, yeah, I'm doing fine. But we have to keep in mind what the purpose of the, the various sanctions from all over the world are. The only question is, will it ever be enough? Will it ever rise to the point to where Putin eats even a nibble of humble pie? I'm not so Sure. And that's the worry here. That that's the real concern to me.
4: I think that's part of the concern. The the scuttlebutt I'm hearing and I'm not an expert in this, but the people that claim to be experts are saying this that Russia has between 10 and 14 days left of resources that they've allocated for this whatever they're calling it, for this invasion. What do they do after that? Do they pull back? claim mission accomplished, still recognize breakaway regions, and you still have fighting in the Donbass like you've had for eight years running at this point. But he removes his forces, and the world starts removing sanctions. Or do they get desperate? That's the scary option. Desperate decisions
3: are usually
4: bad decisions for all parties involved.
3: It comes down to just how badly Putin wants to save face. If this goes south on him, because up until now, he's taken little nibbles. He took the he took Crimea. Uh, They took Georgia. Yeah. Donbras and other areas have been up in the air, let's say, for quite a while. So he's been nibbling away at the edges already. He decided to go in and make his big move. And it's not going the way they drew it up on the paper nowhere close the fact that we're still talking about it and the fighting is still going on right now by the way fun fact this is the 20th day of the invasion we're a week short of this being a month when most experts thought it would last about a week so he's already losing some face There are several things you have to consider. Number one, would China decide to come in and help them? So far, they've been kind of waffling back and forth, one way or the other. As you have heard, there has been fighting within, what, 30, 35 miles of Poland's border with Ukraine. Let it spill over the border, and then NATO is activated, and guess what happens? I mean, There's, there's no question about that, and they're they're right there. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of potential for trouble. As long as we can keep certain buttons from being pressed, it'll work out. That's the concern. I know you saw, just like I did, that yesterday the United Nations, for whatever it's worth, a statement came from them saying basically that they thought uh, a nuclear war was far from uncertain. Glad you could join us for the Happy Fun Time Hour. Just trying to boost you up on this Tuesday, you know. But these are the realities. This is what we're dealing with right now. It's a race with a lot of horses. Will the Russian people finally have enough? And is that even possible, the way Russia is structured and the way things are set up, that they could rise up and put an end to this themselves? Can the Ukraine hold out for another week and a half in this battle? Will China weigh in? Will the fighting spill out? There's a lot of horses in this race, and it's all a race against time. And this has a decent amount to do with gas prices as well. But you've heard it on Super Talk Mississippi News. Uh possible partial relief coming here in Mississippi at least. We'll talk about that. Here in the Element Wealth Studio, next on Middays.
12: At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland, or online at ClintonBodyShop.com. Hey
1: guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your wedding. Website honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate to plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free
13: shipping.
6: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs
14: builders i'm kelly bennett and you're listening to Super Talk mississippi news it would be too optimistic to assume gas prices have hit their peak according to an official with the international energy agency russia's war on ukraine is a factor in record prices but power the future founder daniel turner says americans know prices were going up before putin attacked
15: the Secretary of the Interior said, well, you
7: know, I don't feel like giving permits, and she hasn't. As recently as February 24th, which was the day that Putin actually invaded, on February 24th they withheld oil and gas permits. They've had permits stopped in the Gulf of Mexico as recently as January 28th. So I mean, when you add all these things together and you constantly are sending this industry a signal. We're going to make your life difficult. We're going to make your life difficult. Ultimately, the industry responds.
14: Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman is requesting an immediate suspension of the state's gas tax for six months to try to help out.
3: Welcome back live in the Element Wealth Studios of Middays. Dave Hughes in the chair on this Tuesday. Stopped raining. I'm going to have a much more pleasant drive home than I had here. Progress. We're going to call that progress, right? That's the way it works. Um, Just to to try to lighten the mood for just a second, at some point during the show, we've got tickets to give away, don't we, Ryan? Oh, yeah. CPR Fest. Hey, baby. Got some good bands lined up. I three mean, Doors Down, Seether. Three Doors Down, they could walk to the venue. I mean, you know, they're they're from here. Uh, Seether, uh, Bad Flower, Nonpoint is going to be involved. A lot of folks going to be involved. Going to be a great show, and we're going to give you a chance to go on our nickel. you got to buy your own gas. That's the only downside, but as far as getting in the door, now we got you covered on that. Just keep listening. Your chance to win is on the way. Now, we were talking about the problem between Russia and Ukraine, what's happening there, how it has affected gas prices. At the beginning of the show, I told you gas is actually down today. It has ticked down. So, yay.
4: I think the highest I saw in my neck of the woods was 407. <sighs>
3: Down in southwest Mississippi, we've been stuck at 399 for about a week, week and a half. So hopefully it'll come down a little bit. Oil, price per barrel, Brent crude, kind of slowly trending down. I mean slowly, but slowly trending downward at the moment. Hopefully that will stay. Uh, the lieutenant governor has a plan to help a little bit, a little tiny bit. Uh, he wants to suspend the gas tax For six months. Uh, Okay. It's my official take on that. Uh, We can afford it. We have more money in the bank right now than the state has ever had in its history. We have had a very successful few years. Uh, the, The finances are in sterling order. The state could take that hit. I don't think it's going to hurt anything too badly there. Uh, The governor has said he would be open to this idea. His only comment about it was uh, that the state gas tax is only about 18 cents a gallon. It's not going to be that much. I'll take 18 cents a gallon less
4: I mean, there are several folks that are all about their lost leader points at their favorite grocery store so they can get ten cents off, so yeah.
18: Well heck,
3: you know, for the longest time if you used a gift card at Walmart at their gas pumps at the Murphy pumps, you got three cents a gallon off and I know people that did that, that have been doing that for a while. So eighteen cents, yeah, it would take that three ninety nine in southwest Mississippi down to three eighty one. I'm in. I'm I'm fine with that. Now having said that I will agree that we we need more relief than that. So if the gang wants to put together something to cut it even further, go ahead. I'm not sure how that would work though. That's state,
4: where it gets politically iffy.
3: Yeah, the the state taxes are one thing. Uh you start branching out beyond that and it gets a little more challenging. Uh but I I don't think it's a bad idea. Like I said, Fiscally, financially, we can take that hit right now. He's not talking about forever. He's talking about for six months. I think we could swing that. And I think a lot of people would be grateful for that. Is it getting it back down to pre Biden prices? No. The only thing that's going to get gas down to pre Biden prices is to be post Biden. That's it. That's your shot. There's nothing else you're going to do to to get there, I don't think.
4: I mean, you could knock the top out of them with a Republican wave in the midterms, I believe.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think there's a distinct possibility coming up here in just a few months that we could have a – I'm just going to go ahead and say it – a historic readjustment on Capitol Hill in Washington – the way things are trending, and that will change some things. But the problem is Biden is still there, and unless you get enough people in the House of Representatives and Senate to make what they do veto-proof, you're still going to have some give and take, and there's a lot more take on the other side than there is give. The give keeps going in the wrong places. So, don't think that it's just going to be a panacea, a cure all for all of our problems if we sweep into power with Republican leadership during the midterms. Because we're still going to have the guy that's not really sure what he's doing when he gets up every morning sitting in the White House. I ask you a question, Rhino. All right. Would all of this that we're talking about. Gas price rise, I think it's the easiest one to answer on this. But the situation in Ukraine, the situations everywhere right now, would that be going on if we had a stronger president, someone who projected strength more than President Biden does? Because Biden ran on the concept of being the great reconciliator. He would bring everybody together. He would work as give and take. He would work with everybody. The times we're in right now don't need a "Hey, let's talk this over" kind of guy. We need a "Sit down, shut up, knock it off" kind of guy. Will we still be going through the? And th- this is not directed at President Trump, former President Trump. I'm not saying if we had him back. In general, anybody that was a bit more direct, a bit stronger, a bit a bit more uh, assertive, if you will, like Schwarzenegger, perfect can't be president
4: right So it was an, in an alternate timeline where instead of biden running against trump somehow schwarzenegger ran against trump and schwarzenegger won so in in this alternate timeline it's president schwarzenegger and i'd have to say probably wouldn't have half the problems we have right now yeah if not more
3: well everybody talked about it
4: yesterday and that's i just picked him because how much he seemed to butt heads with trump
3: but still would be a stronger presence. Yes. That's what we need is a stronger presence in my mind. Uh, everybody was talking about it yesterday here on all of the shows just about. Uh, the, the whole thing with Trevor Noah from The Daily Show, who came right out and said, if Trump was still president, none of this would be happening. He has been the biggest critic of Donald Trump the entire time. So when you have those kind of people coming out and publicly saying, you know what, if we had if we didn't have Biden, if we had him, none of this would be happening right now. That's significant.
4: Yeah, he seems to have made a pivot because that's not the only talking point he's questioning. The other one is about masks and vaccines. And he was pointing out how in New York, you don't have to have a vaccine or a mask to go to an indoor event. But you do have to have a vaccine to work an indoor event. So you got NBA basketball players that can go watch their NBA team play, but they can't play on the court. And somehow that makes sense? No. No. But that's what he's calling out is the the lack of any common sense being applied to anything, seemingly.
3: Yes. Well, this is always the case. This is the way it happens when... uh, The Democratic Party gets in control, they start to eat themselves alive. It happens. That's the way it works. I was telling you before the show back in the break room about what's going on back home. It's a perfect example of that. Uh, It just never works. We're seeing that now, writ large on the world stage. It doesn't work, it's not effective. We accomplish zero goals that matter. <sighs> we will change. I'm just going to take time. Thomas on the C Spire text line. What motivates Democrats more? The chance to vote for Biden again or the chance to vote against Trump again? The chance to vote against Trump. That's an easy one. In this last election, they could have been running... Timmy the narcoleptic turtle, as the Democratic candidate, and they would have won. Because the majority of those votes, or at least enough to swing it, were not for Biden. They were against Trump. They could have been running a doorknob. They could have been running anything, a sponge. It wouldn't have mattered. Because a lot of those votes were not for the candidate on the Democratic ticket. They were against president trump having a second term see that's that's an easy one he he goes on thomas does said anyone besides trump on the republican ticket ensures democrats stay home on election day i think some of them would yeah i think you're right but who do you put on the ticket is Timmy the narcoleptic turtle available because I think he would get a lot of votes right now no matter what party he ran for. Everybody's just ready for something different and we're not even halfway through this administration yet. We we may see the point where Biden rises to the level of people voting against him instead of voting for the other ticket. We'll see. Let's try to lighten this up a little bit when we come back. Holy cow, we're in the Element Well studios on middays. Ah.
10: man. Wait until you hear about the savings at Mazda of Jackson during our March Mayhem sales event. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2020 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. MVP, MVP. And you'll work with real MVPs, our credit team. We will work to get you approved no matter your past credit history. Have a trade-in? We'll give you a top dollar for it even if you don't buy from us. So come save like crazy during our March Mayhem sales event at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. dealer for details with approved credit on select
4: models.
12: spring is coming up and you can leave it up to us at ag up equipment for your spring cleaning machine we have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments get the john deere 3025 e-compact tractor with a loader for only 278 dollars per month with 72 months financing visit us at agup.com for more offer is based on 10 percent down offer enzo 320 2022 some exclusions apply see dealer for details
18: This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange May Cotton was down one hundred one to one seventeen seventy-six. July cotton was down ninety to one hundred fourteen twenty-two. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were down thirteen and a quarter to sixteen fifty-seven and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were down twelve cents to sixteen thirty-four and three quarters per bushel. May corn Was up a half to 748 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was down two and three quarters to 715 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 55 to 136.25. August live cattle was up 52 to 137.20, May feeders up 82 to 168.27, August feeders up 37 to 180.80, and at the open, the Dow Jones up 325 points, 33,271. I'm Dixon Williams, this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
0: You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on, come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
11: All
0: right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi.
19: Wow, I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good.
3: I knew that I wouldn't. Welcome back to the Element Wealth Studios. Middays, Dave Hughes in the chair. I know when I said we were going to pep it up. Come on. Might be an overcorrection here. I don't know. Maybe if we just put this on loop and let it run for a while, we'll just the mood will lift, right?
4: Just picture Eddie Murphy in a hot tub.
3: <laughs> yep, that works. That works. Ow! Too hot. In the hot tub. Do the wrong. <sighs> you know, that ties into something we were talking about earlier as well. Creativity has gone right down the old tubes. You don't see anything like that that's iconic that's still being talked about 30, 40 years later happening on TV, in the movies, anywhere. It's the same old mess over and over and over and over. That's all we get. Creativity is not rewarded. Creativity doesn't make money. Well, it can, but it's not as much of a guarantee
4: as running with an already established intellectual property.
3: Yeah, the problem is you can run that into the ground and then nobody's making money on anything. So, yeah. You know, uh, Ben from Madison, that's a good point on the C Spire text line. Uh, says it may sound funny right now, but John Stewart could win if he really wanted to go for it, running for president, he's talking about. Says not saying I would vote for him, just saying he could probably win. You might be right because that's the difference between him and Trevor Noah. John Stewart went after everybody. Somebody did something stupid, he piled on. Democrat, Republican.
4: Well, I would argue from a different point is... He's much more media literate than the vast majority of candidates in the candidate pool for either party. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that was one of the big things with Trump is he got his name out there. He got people talking about him, good, bad or indifferent. But you you heard about him.
3: Well, it's like the old Captain Jack Sparrow comment. You've got to be the worst pirate I've ever seen. uh, I've ever heard of. And his response is, yes, but you have heard of me. There's power in that. There's a lot of success in that. Thomas and Greenwood says Bill Maher could win. Eh, I don't know if he has the curb appeal, to use a real estate term. Jon Stewart, yeah. I think yeah, Bill Maher's up. always
4: been known for being a little rougher around the edges than Jon Stewart.
3: Bill Maher, uh, the difference to me is Jon Stewart is a lovable curmudgeon at this point. Bill Maher is just an old jerk. And that's the difference. That's the way they come across. That's their entire image. It's constructed. It's built. It's on purpose. One of them is more electable than the other one in terms of those two perceptions. It's my thought, anyway. Maybe wrong. Bo from Starkville, the difference between voting for emotion and personality versus policy and practice is becoming more and more obvious to us that, Know the difference. Yeah, it's been that way for a while. I've talked about it before on the air. It's been a year or two. Uh, When it comes to an election, the beer test, you go back, and I think there was one example where it didn't work out that way. You look at the two candidates on the ballot for any race, but the bigger the better, and really a national race is the telling point because you have a big enough pool of, of people for statistically everything to work out. Uh, you get two people on the ballot, and you ask one simple question. Looking at those two people, not talking politics, not asking for favors, not getting asked for a vote, nothing being discussed of importance, just hanging out, which one would you rather sit down with for an hour and have a beer with them? and just hang out that candidate wins and that goes back a ways that's not reason. to a certain extent we have always voted based on personality and based on emotional appeal and based on likability
4: i mean look at nixon
3: versus kennedy yeah and who won the first televised debate Nixon was up there. He was sweaty. He was he was Nixon. You know. But he knew his stuff. He knew his talking
4: points. He didn't do a bad job debating. But if you look at him after being disheveled and being on the campaign trail versus Kennedy put together, people made a choice based on appearance
3: for president of the United States, good or bad. But it happened. Yes. That's the way it works. What is the height? I forget it, Rhino. There's a certain height that pretty much all U.S. presidents have been that height or higher for, like, the last hundred years. I think it's like 6'2". Something like that, yeah. Uh, There's a long list of things like that that you go back and you look, and the person that wins is always in that category. What I'm trying to say is we make no sense whatsoever. And, well, we did a great job of, of lightening the mood. The bumper music in tried, Rhino, but we didn't quite get there. When we come back after news, uh, we will be joined by Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley here in the Element Wealth Studios on middays on Super Talk, Mississippi. Keep it here.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports, WFMN, Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090.
20: i'm chris foster more civilian targets are hit with russian military strikes in ukraine more than three million ukrainians are now reported to have left the country many taken to a shelter in poland the refugees will get clothes toys for the kids in some cases food a shower as they try to figure out their next move after a few hours or in some cases a few days they then get on a bus to find a more permanent situation fox's jeff hall in the in poland It's equal payday, symbolizing how far into the new year, on average, women have to work to match men's earnings over the previous year. A White House
7: event will include the signing of an executive order by President Biden, encouraging federal agencies to consider banning contractors from seeking information about the job applicant's prior
20: salary history. That's Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. There are now more than a million fewer women in the workforce than before the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. America's listening to Fox
6: News.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is costing the average American household close to three hundred dollars a month. Andy Berry with the Mississippi Beef Council says we're seeing a fifteen percent increase in beef prices compared to this time last year. He says inflation is
21: only partly to blame. There's a, there's a consolidated uh, meat packing sector industry in our in our country here. There's four big companies that control about eighty five percent. Of the beef, now that's in how they supply it, and that's in how they sell it to to the consumers. He argues that Biden administration policies aren't helping. Back during the campaign, Vice President Kamala Harris uh, all but talked about a war on red meat, uh, wanting to to do away with red meat in our diets, to do away with our industry. Uh, they point to us as not being sustainable, not being climate friendly, uh, which is completely opposite of, of the actual fact.
14: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: The cat Hello to all you sheriffs and jail administrators. Mississippi Industries for the Blind can help with your jail's cleaning chemicals and inmate supplies. MIB offers products that are safe to the officers as well as the inmates. Our budget friendly correct pack products have been used in Mississippi prisons for over 20 years. MIB also offers jail mats, linens, and personal hygiene items. So if your facility needs good, safe products, reach out to MIB today at sales at msblind.com
14: there are efforts being made to try to revive legislation that would have extended postpartum Medicaid coverage from 60 days to a year. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says this is not a Medicaid expansion. We
2: intend
22: to bring postpartum back because it is critical.
14: U.S. and Chinese officials met Monday over concerns China may be aiding Russia in avoiding the economic impact of sanctions. Professor Ron Richlack at Ole Miss co-authored the book Disinformation, which takes aim at the realm of the Russian-born science of disinformation.
5: You know, when you're making an aggressive move trying to basically conquer territory,
3: you think you're going to grab the re- the assets the resources that are there uh, build
12: up your own and you don't really worry about paying your bills because you think you're gonna get the get the goods
14: Officials don't think China has provided any military assistance to Russia yet but has expressed an openness to the idea I'm Kelly Bennett
22: it's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own, Three Doors Down, live. Five,
19: five, five.
22: Three Doors Down, with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. nonpoint. points Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in New Tune Biloxi. in to Good
1: Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson
16: 97.3.
0: And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking.
16: That's what I like to listen to.
0: You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back live in the Element Wealth Studios here at Super Talk Mississippi. Dave Hughes on middays on this Tuesday. And uh, we'll get back to handicapping the next presidential election later. We had some interesting suggestions on the ceasefire text line. Um, you guys are drinking things that are fermented, aren't you? I can tell just from some of the text. Not saying to stop. I'm just saying I, I can tell. Uh, we have now joining us on the phone, uh, gentlemen with always a lot going on, the Northern District Public Service Commissioner here in the state of Mississippi, Mr. Brandon Presley, joining us. Commissioner, how you doing today? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Doing fantastic. Good to have you. Good to talk to you again. Uh, now, now tell us, uh, just give us an overview real quick. Catch us up to speed. How are things going with the Public Service Commission right now? Is the phone ringing off the hook?
15: Oh, you know, the phone's always ringing off the hook, but we're uh, glad to be tackling a lot of different issues in the state. Really looking forward to seeing how uh, the American Rescue Plan funds are going to be uh, allocated. It's going, to, I think it's going to spur a lot of growth in the state and infrastructure build outs uh, to rural communities, primarily that don't have things like drinking water and broadband. And so uh, we're staying focused, I am, a, a lot on that right now. And, and of course, um, uh, trying to to manage several issues. As, as you know, last week we spoke about the fact that we don't have any representation on the Tennessee Valley Authority Board. So, uh, trying to ramp up pressure on the White House to make sure that we get Mississippians seated on that board. So we get right going on.
3: Uh, now, you mentioned that, and let, let's go right to that. You sent a letter, uh, well, when was it, last week or the week before, to the Biden administration about getting a couple of Mississippians on the TVA Board of Directors.
15: Yeah, and, so, you know, I think it's, I sent that letter last uh, last week, and then um, uh, or maybe it was a week before last, and then last week, Commissioner uh, Maxwell joined me in passing a, a resolution at the commission calling upon um, the biden administration to in fact appoint uh, mississippians to uh two seats minimum of two seats on that seven member board uh dave we're the second largest territory that tva serves in mississippi obviously tennessee being the first uh, and then mississippi and we have well,
3: i think we may have just lost commissioner presley As you heard, we had some connection issues there, so we'll get it back on here in just a second, and we'll continue with that. It is a little bit ridiculous, and not surprising, I'm afraid, but ridiculous that we have no Mississippians on the TVA Board of Directors. As you heard the commissioner saying, we're we're one of the largest areas that is included in the TVA, so... It, it makes no sense. There's there's no reason why we have nobody there. I think we have him back now. Do we, Are you back with us, Commissioner? Maybe. Your call has been forwarded. Yeah, I don't think so. You're going to have to try it one more time. You know, somebody on the Public Service Commission ought to look into his cell phone. He He's obviously in a low-coverage area out working on things, so we'll get him back in a second. But anyway, This is part of the problem with everything, but this is a specific example of it. Why do you have to have the Public Service Commission pass a resolution and send a letter to the administration to try to get representation on this board? It makes no sense at all. We're going to try it one more time. Commissioner, are you back with us? I'm back with you. Okay. Okay.
15: but. Point about, you know, Mississippi is the second largest territory in the TVA. We we are at the board, and I think it's important that we make our voices heard and hope that uh, we can get that proper representation uh, and hope that the president will listen.
3: Well, and I was just saying right before we got you back on, uh, with, with us being such a large part of the TVA. Why do we find ourselves in the position where you have to pass a resolution with Dane Maxwell and why, why and and send a letter to the administration asking for representation on the board why how do we find ourselves in that situation
15: Well federal statute does not require there to be uh, allocated representation among the states that are in TVA so theoretically you could uh, the president uh, could appoint People all from one state, uh, all from uh, maybe a mix of just a couple of states, and what we found is Tennessee has dominated that uh, board for a long time. Uh, it's pretty much served by TVA, but it, it's a time that we speak out for our state, and that we make sure that in this political process, and there's always going to be the horse trading that goes on that. We are constantly saying we want representation, we want to be heard, and particularly right now in Mississippi, Dave. One of the big issues is TVA in my part of the state has uh, given some unclear signals about medical marijuana and whether or not they allow Slippy uh, to receive electricity from them. Uh, to serve medical uh, legitimate legal descriptions. And so we feel a lot of things that are on the table and, and it's why, you know, I'm, I'm proud to talk with our congressional delegation, both Republicans and Democrats and many of them, uh, about this and try to uh, try to approach this in a way in which we speak out or stay and we ask for the we ask for representation.
3: Uh, Commissioner, we still have a horrible connection with you. We're we're catching about four out of every five words. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you 100%. We need more representation. We need to be represented because we are a huge part of the TVA. Something has to be done. Just just very quickly, have you gotten any response? What do you think your response is going to be to this? I think we're losing him again, Rhino. Yeah, he's a, he's in a bad spot somewhere connection wise. So we'll try to catch up with the commissioner a little bit later on. Uh, you know, when 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 uh, he has a better signal, and we can talk to him more because this is an important topic. And in case you couldn't make out what he was saying there, uh, the TVA has been giving mixed signals about whether or not they will provide electricity to institutions that are participating in the medical marijuana program here in the state of Mississippi, Uh, the grow houses, uh, and I would assume it would carry over even to dispensaries, there is some discussion about whether or not they're going to provide them electricity to operate. So, yeah, we need some representation here to make sure Mississippi's interests are protected. And right now we don't have that. Because I'm sorry, I've got friends in Tennessee. I love Tennessee. Tennessee is a wonderful state. It's a beautiful state. I've vacationed in the state. I don't want them deciding what's best for Mississippi. It's that simple. And that's the entire impetus behind uh, Commissioner Presley sending that letter in and getting the resolution passed with Commissioner Maxwell that he was talking about, asking for representation on the board. It's, uh, it's a shame uh, that it gets to that point. We, we we shouldn't have to go asking for it. But here we are. As usual. That seems to be a continuing story with the Biden administration. Just do what you want. If they don't like it, oh well. What, do you have a problem with it? Well you're 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 just against America, aren't you? No, just want our seat at the table we just want to be included i don't think that's too much to ask for so we'll try to get commissioner presley back uh maybe when he gets to a landline or something we can get him back on and uh and finish this conversation we've got all hour we'll work him in somewhere we'll get him back in here because i want to finish this uh let's see here Chris from Oxford said, The second thing on Commissioner Presley's agenda is to get a cell phone tower wherever he's at. (laughs) They may start pouring the foundation this afternoon. You never know. Sometimes that stuff happens, Rhino. This is live radio at its finest right here. Never can tell
4: when the gremlins are going to wake up.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, if you remember... The early days of getting the folks on live video streaming for Supertalk TV were fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, stuff happens, but that's okay. We still continue to progress and move forward. That's what we do. Uh, we were we were talking about uh, presidential candidates. I don't know if you've seen the the rumor floating around that Hillary might run again on the Democratic ticket.
4: So I've seen rumors both directions, and I've actually seen her respond to a question whether or not she was going to run with
3: an incredulous laugh and a no. You would think you 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 would think that spanking was good enough; she should be done now. But people still talk about it. But the fact that that conversation is even happening tells me there's there's a significant number of people out there that would rather see anybody other than Joe Biden on the ticket. We've had some names suggested from the C Spire text line. We'll keep working to try to get Commissioner Presley back if possible. When we come back, a few of your suggestions. Who we could see running for (laughs) me. Let's at least get past the midterms, right? Nah. Let's go ahead. Let's start spitballing now. Why not? It's either that or go look at the receipt from the last fill-up you did, and nobody wants to do that. So let's concentrate on something better here in the Element Wealth Studios on Midday Super Talk Mississippi.
5: From the Paint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Showers and a possible thunderstorm, high near 66. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 51. Your Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. And a look to Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 76. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
6: Save now and later during the Skelly Money Days. Shop today
10: and save up to $300 instantly. Then receive up to $500 in Ms. money to spend on your next visit for a total savings of up to $800. It's a whole new level of savings. Plus, with 60 months financing, you can keep your cash because there's no money down required. Save now and save again during the Skelly Money Days. Up to $800 off are already low prices. Ms. Money Day.
13: At all Ms. Skelly locations.
23: Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else. Like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections and more. See complete details online at GatewayTire.com. That's GatewayTire.com.
20: Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk
0: that keeps Mississippi talking. <laughs> now, now on to the real part.
2: Dino Mike!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: with this bumper music in the element wealth studios here on middays either yes had a time machine or we've always had the same problems we just keep forgetting i'd like to think about the first one because come on that would be great but i'm i'm really uh, afraid to say it's the second one have you seen their album
24: artwork
4: yes Yes, they, uh, they weren't physically time traveling. They were definitely doing it in their mind.
3: Oh, yes, with a little outside help, a little uh, pharmaceutical inducement. Uh, I guarantee you every member of that band, when they looked at their own album covers, they were moving. Guarantee you. All right, somebody said maybe Joe Manchin should run for president. Joe Manchin, unfortunately, is in a weird position to where right now the Republicans kind of like him. Democrats don't like him at all. If he runs for president, nobody will like him. Everybody's going to pile on him. Yeah, he'll be on everybody's list. Uh, that, would, that would last about five minutes, and then we would be done. Although he would have a better chance than Jeb. Poor Jeb. Please clap. Jeb! Exclamation Mark. I will never not laugh at that. Oh, I know. It was be a police clap. Please. Please. Remember what I said about showing strength being assertive? Yeah, he failed that test right there. And the entire campaign crashed down around his ears. That was the end of that. Now, you can be too assertive. Yeah. Like the Howard Dean.
4: Ah!
3: I had forgotten that until you mentioned it. I had forgotten that. Jeff in Forrest County on the C Spire text line, uh, Ron DeSantis for the governor. DeSantis is the scary, smart Eddie Haskell. Didn't see that comparison coming. The sad thing is my brain mixed it up and I immediately thought of Eddie Munster, which had me going down a completely different path than you meant for me to. That's a whole different comparison. Might still be accurate, but I'm just saying I misread that right at first there. Joe in Gulfport, Ross Perot would be electable today. He would have a better chance. I think. I think he would definitely have a better chance.
4: But which party would he still votes from this time around?
3: <sighs> See, that was the problem last time. Did he get a thank you fruit basket from Clinton? That's the question. <laughs> he should have. I'm pretty sure Emily Post rules of etiquette, at least a thank you note was in order. At that point, because without him, it would have been a whole different ballgame. It's the way it works. Would Thomas Massey ever consider the presidency? No. Moving on. Tucker Carlson. Ho oh, ho 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 ho. This is how ridiculous things have gotten. I'm sure you have seen or heard about the leaks out of Russia where they issued some of their guidelines for the state-run media and press. And one of the things was that they needed to use Tucker Carlson clips and quotes as much as possible because it was helping the Russian cause. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that, Rhino? Did you hear that? Now, is this a a double-reverse-triple-axle disinformation campaign coming back in this direction? Just, you know, try to keep things stirred up over here a little bit. Or is it the fact that Tucker has a tendency to sometimes lean towards Russia when he's discussing these things? I'm not saying he's an apologist. I'm not saying he's on their side. But I'm saying, yeah, because, yes... Ukraine is problematic, has been for a while. That's that's where narcoleptic Joe and his son were in it up to their eyebrows, apparently, with various business interests over there. So yeah, there are problems there. But the reaction to all of this is not in support of Ukraine or necessarily even against Russia. It wouldn't matter what the two countries were. When one country decides to march their army into a neighboring country because mine, I want it, I'm going to take this now, with no provocation, that should be a problem for everybody.
4: Yeah, because, I mean, if you apply the same logic, Russia, logic in quotes there, it's not real logic, but the same logic that Russia is using to invade Ukraine, you could apply it to Alaska. Yeah. It used to belong to us. We got the short end of a stick deal on this. We
3: want it back. It's got resources we want. And crossing the Bering Strait is not much more of a trip than crossing over into Ukraine.
4: I know that's a crazy hypothetical, but it, hey, the crazier things have been stated about this whole situation.
3: As Sarah Palin said, I can see Russia from my front porch. Because I mean, Think about it, seriously. Russia sold Alaska to the U.S.,
4: Long before gold or oil were discovered in Alaska, yeah, and then they and went way, way long away. before it could actually be extracted in an economically
3: feasible way. <laughs> Stanley Ted Nugent is my man for president. Fifty-five miles, Johnny in West Point says. Fifty-five miles between Russia and Alaska. It's right there,
4: but that's basically the the reasoning he gave for invading ukraine was well it used to belong to russia they got resources we want and need let's make up some excuses to invade
3: to put that in perspective 55 miles between the two i drove 80 miles from my house to get here this morning just to put that into perspective how close that is prince mongo for president (laughs) Once again, I'm having a bad time this morning. I keep rereading things. The first time I thought saw that, I thought it was the character Mongo from Blazing Saddles, which, again, took me down an entirely different path than if I had read it right the first time and realized you were talking about the Flash Gordon villain. Mongo only pawn in Game of Life. I got to vote for him. Uh, Somebody says Elon Musk. Now, the first problem there, he's got the same problem Schwarzenegger has. He's South African. So he is ineligible to become the president. I could see where he'd be willing to take a run at it because he is who he is. I don't know if you heard this story. He tweeted out and directly challenged Vladimir Putin to one-on-one combat with Ukraine going to the winner. Why not? used his Russian name, put it in the... Here's the best part. Senior Russian officials are responding to him.
4: That's what you don't do.
3: Yeah, never egg him on. You're just asking for it at that point. So how is this going to work? What would be the rules of engagement here? And more importantly, should he win? You know, Putin, it's been revoked now because of all this going on. Uh but but he's a black belt in judo. Former KGB agent. So you surmount those hills and let's say this happens. And Elon gets what he's asking for, a one on one fight with Vladimir Putin. If Elon wins, what's he gonna do with Ukraine? What 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 what's what's the end game here? What's the plan? I, I, I'm just I'm just curious. I will say for having, you know, that that size of <clears throat> area Elon would make a good candidate. He would almost to me fall into the same area that Trevor Noah Trevor Noah said Donald Trump fell into. You didn't know what he was gonna do. He walked lightly because at any minute he could go, ah, yeah, you're gone. So it makes sense. Oh, see, that's a good one. Condoleezza Rice. That's an interesting thought.
4: I don't know that she would want the personal pressure of being president, but she definitely has the pedigree to be one heck of a candidate.
3: Yeah. Well, I've met Condoleezza Rice. Wonderful person. Love her. Extremely nice, extremely pleasant, wonderful person. And sharp as a whip. Man, that lady is sharp. Not a bad suggestion. We'll see. (laughs) Since Thomas Massey is a no-rand Paul, maybe? We're in the realm of possibility, but that's about it. Trump for president and Ron D for vice president. President Trump is going to have a much steeper hill to win the White House this time than he did the first time. The first time you didn't have the rabid four years of buildup to generate people voting against him that he would have now, that he had in 2020, for that matter. Element Wealth Studios, middays. will continue next
14: Don't you mind your
13: own business.
7: Mind my own
23: business? What's that supposed to mean?
13: No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll
7: regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems.
13: You know, I hear PeopleEase can help.
7: How can they help?
13: PeopleEase can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 seven online
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Inflation is costing the average American household close to three hundred dollars a month. Andy Berry with the Mississippi Beef Council says we're seeing a fifteen percent increase in beef prices compared to this time last year. He says inflation
21: is only partly to blame. There's a, there's a consolidated uh, meatpacking sector industry in our in our country here. There's four big companies that control about eighty five percent. Of the beef, and that's in how they supply it, and that's in how they sell it to to the consumers. He argues that Biden administration policies aren't helping. Back during the campaign, Vice President Kamala Harris uh, all but talked about a war on red meat, uh, wanting to to do away with red meat in our diets, to do away with our industry. Uh, they point to us as not being sustainable, not being climate friendly, uh, which is completely opposite of, of the actual fact.
14: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
16: solutions
4: losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners taylor power systems offers a full line of rigs and stratton home standby
18: generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage financing is now available call taylor power systems today 601-932-5674 to discuss a standby generator for your home
0: Midday's with Gerard Gibbert. It is on on Super Talk Mississippi.
19: <laughs>
3: Welcome back, the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes on a Tuesday morning. Rhino over in the magic box. I don't know, magic happens over there and noises come out i have I I I d I've I've walked in there a couple of times and it's too many buttons. I'm I'm not interested. I got enough screens in here. I don't want your assortment which is even larger. Uh, and I'm I'm messing everything up this morning apparently. Uh Ming the Merciless was the Flash Gordon villain. Prince Mongo's the guy who keeps running in uh for office in Tennessee.
4: Not to be confused
3: with Kane who actually won yes. a
4: mayorship in Tennessee.
3: Yes, he did. He's still there. Oh, yeah. And still doing well, amazingly enough. Speaking of wrestling, sad news to pass on. I was about to bring that up. Scott Hall
4: passed away yesterday. He suffered, I uh, believe it was two or three heart attacks in quick succession and was put on life support. And then uh, his family gathered to uh, to pay their last respects and took him off life support, and he passed yesterday afternoon.
3: Yeah, it was late yesterday afternoon. They, uh, it was one of those things you knew was coming. He wasn't that old. He was in his sixties, I think. Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't that old at all. Uh, he he was a he was a unique talent.
4: Uh, I think is a good way to put it. Yeah. If his name Scott Hall doesn't ring a bell, he
3: also wrestled under the the stage name Razor Ramon. Yeah, same guy. Always had a toothpick in his mouth. Oh yeah. That was his trademark. He always had a toothpick. Sometimes he had two. He said in an interview after he had retired that sometimes he had two because occasionally it would fall out. So that way he had an emergency backup toothpick. He had like a pocket full of them that he took everywhere. And, of course, his his statement, bad times never last, bad guys do. That was one of his taglines. But, yeah, he uh, is... No longer with us, I'm afraid. It's sad, but we're entering that period, and you and I have talked about it before, where a lot of our heroes, a lot of the people that we have become familiar with over the years as being a part of our lives and entertainment and other things are leaving us. It's just the way it works. But that does bring up the question, who is there to replace them? And by that, I mean, I don't don't mean, you know another Betty White. I don't mean another Scott Hall. But all of these people to various segments were a part of their lives, very much so. Who do we have in today's current slate that would fill that slot for people now, that they're just a part of their life every day? Even in entertainment, we've become so fragmented. You know, there 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 aren't those iconic personalities anymore. I hate to say it. We were talking about him last segment. Elon Musk probably comes closest. And he's only an entertainer as a hobby. He's a business guy. So I don't know. Is there anybody that you would put in that classification right now?
4: It's hard to pinpoint just one, and I think a big part of that comes from you no longer have this overarching desire to be the best at what you do. Now it seems like if you get to the top of whatever mountain you're at, you want to try to summit the next one. With, I mean, Elon. Elon's hit the peak of business. Well, let's try my hand at comedy. Let's try my hand at acting. Same thing. I mean, it's been happening for for years. But I think because of that, because you have. TV actors that want to be big movie stars and when they hit it big in movies, they want to have a music career or you got musicians that want to be acting. Because you've had so much crossover, you've had a lot of -of jack-of-all-trades that are exceedingly talented, like Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's an amazing actor. He can sing. He can dance. He can do all these different things, but because he's a jack-of-all-trades, we may not associate him with being a master of one craft, so you probably wouldn't pigeonhole him into one craft like you would say a George Burns who was a master of comedy for decades. Fred
3: Astaire. Right. A master of dance for decades. And Gene Kelly for that matter. Same, same category. Yeah it, it, I, I think you're right. I think it's just, it's fragmented. And I think we're losing something in the process there. But from what you were saying there about the crossover careers, what you're telling me is this is all Eddie Murphy's fault. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I mean, George Burns is a perfect example. You go back, he had he had a comedy deal with his wife where he played the straight man and she was the funny part of the whole routine. And, and he kind of blossomed from there. But even he went into movies.
3: C Spire text line, William says, felt the same about Roddy Piper who's no longer with us as well said Scott was like the carryover from Piper they were kind of contemporaries actually said but there hasn't been a carryover from him no anthony hopkins <clears throat> yeah yeah I, I i think so but at the same time i don't i don't know that it's quite the same level he's a phenomenal actor he is a master of that craft but you had people that were larger than life that seemed to transcend that and just become something bigger than what they were a master of. And you had people that, that went into different things. Frank Sinatra, he was a singer, then he went into movies, then he did a little bit of everything. But he was still Frank. Larger than life characters. We don't have those anymore. Is that because life has gotten so ridiculous? It's hard to be larger than right now. Just a thought.
4: Or do we measure larger than life with different rubrics?
3: That's a very good question.
4: I mean, it could be argued that Kim Kardashian is as popular now as John Wayne ever was. But do you consider Kim Kardashian to
3: be larger than life compared to someone like John Wayne? You know, in 1982, I saw a help wanted sign in a radio window. And I stopped by, and sure enough, you know, they had me read some things, recorded it on old Reel Reel tape, and said, we'll let you know. Six months later, they call me back, and I started my career in radio. Forty years ago, I never thought my career would reach the point where I would have somebody sit in a room with me and compare Kim Kardashian to John Wayne. Get out! What are you doing? I mean, you're not wrong, but come on! only so much I can emotionally take at one time. Well, in fairness, one refused
4: painkillers so that doctors could study cancer ravaging his body, and the other is so spoiled and entitled that she told workers to get back to work.
3: Yeah. That woman needs to go work the front desk at a Stucky's for a month. She will change her tune about a lot of things. It's not going to happen, but... Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett. Yeah, but I mean, Lucy's no longer with us. She's gone. Carol, I'm not sure if Carol is still alive or not. Did she pass away? She's up there if she hasn't. Yeah, she's still with us. Okay. Got to be in her 80s. 88 years old? Yeah, that's what I thought. But they, to me, were in that previous generation. From six six two. Joe Rogan is the the personality of my generation, best personality of my generation. Could see that.
4: I would say he has one of the broader ranges for a personality. Yeah. To go from stand-up comedy to commentating on UFC to hosting a podcast to being a presenter on TV shows. Yeah, he's got a range.
3: Kitty. Dolly Parton. Okay, I'll agree with that one.
4: Yeah. And she's got so much pull that they want to put her in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and she's graciously bowed out saying, I hope to one day make a rock album, and then if you would be
3: so kind as to consider me. Don't get me started on my rant about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They have a completely different definition of rock than I do. It's bothered me for a while. But Dolly did say that her husband
4: is a huge rock and roll fan, as an always and has always pushed her to make a rock album.
3: It would she, she could do it? Yes, it would be awesome. She would knock it out of the park. Another one I can kind of see modern day maybe Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. He started in one, then he moved over to movies, but he has the the personality, and he has a little bit of that larger-than-life yeah, about him. Yeah, a little bit him. of it, yeah. So I, I can kind of see that. Oh, Roddy Piper and the movie They Live. If you've never seen that, go look it up. There's a scene involving bubblegum that's worth a watch. <laughs> yes. Spoiler, he's out.
19: yeah
3: <laughs> Thomas says, I was yesterday years old when I finally saw the Lowrider video. Well, welcome to the late 20th century. We'll wait for you here. We will continue. I don't know if you heard about this guy in Florida. We have seen this as a joke from law enforcement agencies. Somebody took him up on it. Did you hear about this? We'll talk about it in the Element Wealth Studios next on middays.
21: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier
18: and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call
21: Bulldog Construction at 601 853 4242.
10: Helium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on site or remotely is more critical than ever
13: as we all adapt to the new normal pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with it support and security and forensics plus cloud services and networking mobile communications body cams and in-car video systems
10: contact us at pillium.com
13: smart people smart business smart solutions
24: America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus an industry-leading 10-year 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive once a day starting at $26,095. You get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip during the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. to retail for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 33120. Get
10: ready for Trustmark College Baseball, April 5th, as Ole Miss challenges the University of Southern Mississippi. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com at the Trustmark Park box office. Enjoy fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now for both games of the Trustmark College Baseball series. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi, April 5th. And then on April 26th, the Governor's Cup with Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, a Spectrum event production.
18: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Cotton seed is commonly used in cattle feed rations in many parts of the country, but for those unfamiliar with the feed stuff, it's important to manage around toxicity due to glycopol levels in the seed. Cattle producers will find one common byproduct used by many in their feed rations in good supply through 2022. Cotton seed supplies are up by about 1 million tons this year after a 2021 season where the U.S. upland cotton crop increased by 25%. John Devine, the senior economist for Cotton Incorporated, noted in reports from the organization that much of the increased supply came out of Texas, which received more moisture in 2021, boosting production. The additional supplies of cottonseed will be a boost for both the dairy and beef industries. Corey Colburn, an independent dairy nutritionist, said that as a single-feed ingredient, whole cottonseed provides a high level of energy, protein, and fiber. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
22: It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 1. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own, three doors down, live.
19: Three
22: doors down with Cedar. Plus bad flower. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi.
25: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
19: You know what that means. Middays
0: with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: The Element Wealth Studios Bank Live on Super Talk, Mississippi with a special Ides of March edition of Middays.
4: Et tu, Brute?
3: I think we should all be looking over our shoulder for the whole day, shouldn't we? Isn't that the way you celebrate it?
4: <laughs> Only if you're wearing a toga. <laughs>
3: that's that's a that's a good point. <sighs> Beyonce. I don't
4: know. I think she was on the trajectory for that, but she's kind of been out of the limelight
3: the last few years, hasn't she? Yeah, she's kind of faded back just a little bit right now. And that's the the trick. The people that we're talking about never faded. Your Betty Whites and, and, and your people like that, they never faded. They were always right there. They were always out in front of you.
4: Which, I mean, even Betty White had a a renaissance in her career. Oh, yeah. That most people point to the movie Lake Placid for being what brought her back. Because before that, she'd been, what, a decade without a whole lot of real solid work since the Golden
3: Girls? The uh, renaissance of Aerosmith, thanks to Run DMC. Same kind of thing. Now, if you're of a negative mindset, you would think, well, these people just won't go away. It's the same mechanism. It's just all in your outlook, I think. Somebody who isn't here, William, said, I think Justin Timberlake is trying to be that guy. He may have to try harder. Snoop Dogg. Okay, yeah, why not? Why not?
4: Yeah, he's he's reached that level where pretty much anything he puts his mind to or his name behind, he's going to have people following it.
3: Yeah. Same thing with Willie Nelson. I'm starting to notice a cannabis connection. Tom Hanks. I don't know. He's kind of faded a little bit lately to me. <sighs> so, anyway. <anywhere. clears throat> Just wanted to get that out there. Now, I mentioned the guy. Have have you heard this story about what this, well, what's the term I'm looking for? Dingbat in Florida did? This gentleman, Spring Hill, Florida, had bought some meth from a guy at a bar. He then called 911 about 7 o'clock Thursday night said he's an experienced drug user. This is what he's telling 911. I'm an experienced drug user. I've used meth in the past. I know what it should feel like. I don't think they sold me meth. I think they sold me bath salts. Would you come check it out for me? Now, you have seen the joke announcements by law enforcement offices all over the country for the past year or two. You know, don't don't take a chance. Bring your meth in and let us test it. No, this guy took him up on it. Spoilers, it was meth. He's in jail. But he just wanted to make sure because he told the deputies he wanted to, when he thought it was bath salts, he called them out because he wanted to, and I quote here, quote, put the person in trouble that sold me this stuff, end quote. He then started having chest pains in the back of the car after they cuffed and stuffed him and were driving him down to the jail. So they had to take him to the hospital instead. Because he was high on meth. So I tell you that, as I do on a semi-regular basis when I'm talking, uh, as motivation. At some point today, the odds are pretty good, if you live a life like mine, that you're going to pull something boneheaded. You're, you're just going to make a goof. You're going to make a mistake. When you do, I want you to use this as a benchmark. I want you to remember to compare it and say, well, is this as bad as calling the police to come test my meth to try to get the dealer in trouble? If it's not, you're still good. Don't beat yourself up.
4: Yeah, this is our new benchmark because the the shine has kind of worn off the Tiger King people.
3: Paul and Meridian may have just sent me the best link I have ever seen in my life. The headline. I'm just going to read you the headline from Fox Business. This is the world we live in now. Fox Business. This is a report from them. The headline is, Mike Tyson's weed company is marketing new ear-shaped edibles.
4: I mean, it makes sense.
3: Isn't that a lot like OJ releasing a line of slim fit gloves? I mean, it just seems a little too on the nose. Well, he did write
4: the book that he then lost the rights to, that they then retitled to I Did It by OJ Simpson.
3: Yeah. That's close. The new, the new fabulous set of do-it-yourself kitchen knives from O.J. Simpson. That's about the same level. Mike Tyson ear-shaped weed edibles. After the news, here in the Element Wealth Studios, Jeremy England, senator, is going to join us. Got some stuff to talk about. i got a lot of things to talk about right now. And we'll talk about them with him here in the element wealth studios next on midday super talk mississippi keep it here
0: you're listening to wfmn flora jackson super talk mississippi powered by your tree professionals at barone's tree pros
20: 601-345-8090 fox news i'm chris foster apartment buildings in ukraine's capital kiev are hit by russian military strikes ukraine's president vladimir Zelensky tells Canada's parliament that 97 children have died in the Russian invasion.
21: They're destroying everything memorial complexes, schools, uh, hospitals, uh, uh, housing complex.
20: Longtime Fox News cameraman and journalist Pierre Zakhshevsky has died in Ukraine, killed in a vehicle hit by un- incoming fire. Reporter Benjamin Hall is hospitalized. A man in custody in Washington, D.C. is accused of shooting homeless men there and in New York City. That
13: man is accused of targeting and shooting five homeless men, killing two during a nine-day rampage. The investigators say he used that same handgun in all of the shootings. The attacks were unprovoked, and the suspect approached most of those men while they were asleep.
20: Fox Alex, McAdams in New York. America's listening to Fox News.
5: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk
14: Mississippi News. The House passed a new version of their plan to eliminate the state income tax yesterday. Representative Nick Bain tells us it addresses some of the concerns that were expressed in the Senate.
11: Uh, you know, we're not raising anybody's uh, sales tax. We're still cutting the grocery tax and still, uh, still eliminating the income tax, hopefully within the next 15 years. Those weren't the only changes. If you will remember from the income tax uh, that we passed earlier in the session, it had a car tag provision um, allowing you to cut the car tag. Uh, The Senate didn't like that part, candidly, uh, so we took that out. So now the bill heads back to the Senate for debate.
14: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
7: I think the teacher's asleep looks like he's dreaming
5: man I can't wait to hang up my team mascot <laughs> I I think he's having a nightmare. No. This is part of his lesson
7: plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig
12: is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries.
14: A trooper class that's expected to start in May will be a first, according to Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tendall.
21: This will be the first time we've ever had a... Uh, Trooper school that's consisted of all prior sworn certified law enforcement officers.
14: The agency is trying to add more state troopers to the ranks.
21: And hopefully, you know, one of the things we're asking for is trying to get the Mississippi Highway Patrol total numbers up to 600. Uh, Right now, we hover around 500. We have about 30 retire a year. We have a lot more that can retire.
14: A handful of Mississippi cities have already opted out of the state's medical marijuana program, but according to Alderman Timothy Taylor, the city of Canton plans to welcome it.
11: From what I'm uh, hearing at the table that I sit at, I think we're going to be p- pretty positive because, number one, the city of Canada needs the tax dollars and um, hopefully uh, we'll be able to go forth with it. For
14: all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
16: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
0: Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super
10: Talk Mississippi. All the folks in the capital city metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, six till nine. Gallo Show will start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think
19: deeply.
0: and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back to hour number three of Middays, live in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi. And we are joined in studio now by Senator Jeremy England. Uh, Senator, how are you doing today, Doing good, sir? Dave. How are you doing? Doing pretty
25: good. Good. Hadn't talked to you in a while. It has been a while. Yeah. I think it was it's... by phone last time we talked. Yeah, I think it was, actually.
3: Yeah. It, was, it was a different time. That's right. I think <laughs> it's a nice way to put it. Uh, just, just before we get into the details of this... Uh, We've had a few really um, energetic sessions the last few years because of everything going on. How would
25: you compare this year's session to the last, say, two? Well, you know, my first year was 2020, so it was COVID year right away. And and I was just talking to John Polk about this, and I said, you know, I'm kind of – Better prepared to take on these odd sessions because I don't know what a normal session looks like. And I said, John, for you, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be a lot more difficult because you you know how much crazier things are right now. So I would look. I would say for me, it feels like it's right on par. You know, it's
5: just well, another day. That's yeah. right.
25: We're, you know, we, we, we're learning to think uh, quickly on our feet. Those of us that came in in 2020. Well, you know, if we ever go back to normal style sessions, you're going to doze off at your desk. That's right. Right. I mean, you know, it's going to seem a lot less fast paced on. <laughs> I can think about worse things. You know, I, I, I can come up with worse ideas. Right. But, yeah, dozing off is not a bad thing. Uh, you know, and if, if we can get caught sleeping up here, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people's pocketbooks will be a lot better. Right. <laughs> a lot of
3: things to talk about. But before we get to any of those, let's talk about the big one. That's House Bill
25: 833. <laughs> a- explain what this is for people that haven't been following it. Yeah, glad to do that. And and I'll tell you, I, I didn't know what House Bill 833 was three weeks ago three and a half weeks ago right it just wasn't on our radar uh and then all of a sudden it gets passed by the house and i'm told look this is the most important bill for our auto dealers since ever uh th- this is it uh what 833 does is it prohibits a motor vehicle manufacturer or distributor uh from owning or operating a dealership here in mississippi or from from applying for a dealer's license or from um it, it just limits them from being a new dealer now there is there are very few exceptions to that. Like if you've got one here, you're grandfathered in. I think this that applies to exactly one uh, here, but there's not many, not many exceptions to that. So if you manufacture a car and you're not currently uh, – if you manufacture a car, you can't open a dealership and sell the cars you manufacture in Mississippi. Under this bill,
3: now I, I can I can see some positive and negative to this because this bill is is aiming to change that, right? It,
25: it is, yeah. So the bill, I mean, the bill completely limits it. Uh, so so apparently there's there's a so-called loophole, and I'm not sure if it's a if it's a loophole or not. But um, just to jump, quite frankly, jump into it to help explain it uh, better for the viewers and listeners. Uh, it, Tesla manufactures their vehicles. If Tesla wants to come to Mississippi and open a dealership – in other words, the manufacturer wants to open a dealership – if this bill passes, they can't do it. Uh, Same for Rivian. If Rivian wanted to come into Mississippi uh, and open up a Rivian – say, Rivian of Jackson dealership, if this bill passes, they can't do it. Uh, So it is a very prohibitive – Bill uh, in its nature, uh, and as you mentioned, there's good parts there's bad parts. Look, our dealers, our dealers don't like this. The dealer's concern is that you're going to have your legacy manufacturers come in and, and open, say, Ford of Jackson, right? Um, now, I haven't been told where they're doing that anywhere, so it's it's a problem. You know, we, we often look at you know solutions looking for problems. I, I wonder if this is it. But but the thing that strikes me about it, Dave, when I was approached about this and I've, I've done a lot of homework into it the problem i have with it this bill restricts a new sales model that a new that several new companies have found particularly electric vehicle uh, manufacturers and that's a bl- blossoming market i mean it's really coming into to play uh we see that they've got a different sales model and we're telling them look we we do things the old way in mississippi uh we're going to pass a bill and restrict you from doing that and I, it just doesn't make me comfortable
3: well, and, and that makes sense. Now you can understand the dealer's standpoint. I absolutely, this. the can. dealerships 100 percent, because this is their this is their livelihood. This is their business. And if you allow those dealerships, uh, those manufacturers rather, to come in and just sell them straight from the factory, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, that that might be a level of competition they wouldn't be interested in having to go against.
25: Because I'm not sure that's a battle they could win. Well, and that's right, and that's exactly what they're they're concerned with. Um, my response to that is, is you know they've 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 got franchise agreements. They've they've dealt with this, and and I wouldn't want the government to get in the way of their franchise agreements, right? Um, so if I wanted to go open, uh, you know, a dealership uh, down on the coast in a town that already has a Ford dealership, I'd be told, "Listen, you can't do that. There's a franchise agreement in place, so we're not going to let you. You can't go open that." So I would I would be restricted from doing that. So I think this uh, again, I think there's um there's already solutions out there.
3: Now, the, the question – is we just got one on the C Spire text line because right. this, is a, this is a layered thing. You think it's fairly simple on face value, but it's really not. The question that we got uh, said, uh, this is why you can't buy a, an EV car, an electric car in Mississippi, because there's nobody to service it.
25: Well, that's right. Okay. So – and look, I'll say this on behalf of the, the folks that authored and are pushing the bill. They'll tell you, you can open as many service centers as you want. Right, but the response to that is how many Ford service centers do you see that don't have a, a a dealership right there? I mean, it's just not it's not feasible um, for them to go open that. And look, if we pass this bill, uh, looking at the, looking at the statistics, okay, Mississippi is what is known right now as an open state. In other words, Tesla can come in currently right now and and apply for a dealership license and sell their Teslas. There are twenty two, well, twenty one states plus. Washington, D.C., that have open states, uh, an open model to allow them to do that. Uh, there are five states that are trying to open up, right? They want to allow Tesla and these other uh, EV uh, manufacturers to come in and do it. There's one state, one state in the United States, that's trying to close their market, and that's Mississippi. And that when I learned that, that really struck me because Tennessee is open currently. Louisiana is looking at opening. And as you say, where are you going to go get your vehicle service? Well, if they're able to open a a Memphis dealership with a service center or or a dealership with a service center in New Orleans, that's where they're going to open it. That's where it makes more sense. So if you buy an EV in in Jackson uh, or or in Tupelo, you're going to have a ways to go to get your car serviced. And and we don't want to shut that down like that, in my opinion. Hopefully,
3: you've got charging stations between here and there because you're not going to make it on one battery. That's right. That's right. Um, Which is part of the problem here. Uh, But. Is there a possibility for a middle ground here where we can alleviate some of this restrictiveness and moving backwards, if you will, and moving in the opposite direction from everybody else, and the the very justifiable concerns from the dealerships? Is there a middle ground we can find?
25: I, I think there is, Dave. And- Look, I I presented an amendment to this bill. It failed, by the way, uh, last week. My amendment was to create a study committee on this and to have uh, – let us step back and look at it. Again, I hadn't heard about this bill three and a half weeks ago. There's a lot of questions around it. Let's let the laboratories of democracy work here and find a solution that works for everybody. Because, look, we don't want to shut Mississippi off to the economic development possibilities that would come with – electric vehicle uh, production. You know, back in the, the Obama administration, they tried to push this, push consumers uh, to EVs. We can't push consumers. We all, as Republicans, uh, we know that the market reacts to the consumers, and now consumers seem to be shifting to want EVs. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see us take a step backwards and lose out on the economic development that will come with these these groups being here uh, or with just the the economic freedom of being a consumer and and be able to go test drive a vehicle rather than having to purchase one online and have it shipped to you and then ship it right – You know, say you buy a Rivian truck uh, made in Indiana, by the way, which uses mostly United States uh, manufactured parts. um, You buy one of those from Indiana, you get it shipped here – you know something's wrong or you need to have it serviced are you going to ship it back uh, to to indiana i mean it it just we're seeing a new a a new market arise here and i don't want us in mississippi to to tell them that we're going to restrict them right off the bat from from being able to do what they want to do
3: no it's to me it's kind of the opposite of opening up for growth
25: right it it is and and look we're 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 really big right now cutting the red tape you know on getting government out of the way letting the market uh, operate as it should letting the free market operate and and this is a bill that that takes a step backwards. And you ask about a middle ground. I think there is one. I think we need to study this. Um, in my study committee that I had, and it wasn't a perfect bill, I'll say that, because there's three, there's three parties here, Dave. You've got, you've got your new electronic vehicle manufacturers. You've got your automobile dealers, but you've also got your manufacturers. And we need them to be represented, all three of those to be represented on this study committee and look, and take a look at it and see what these other states are doing, like Georgia and Utah and, and Connecticut's trying to open up right now and, and New York. Um, You know, I mean, we're really – we're going to see this become the new – market, uh, and we want them to be here in Mississippi just like they're going to be everywhere else. Or we're going to have to go you know, we're gonna have to, go to Memphis or New Orleans and, and bring our business there, have Mississippians bring their business outside the state. Well,
3: and I think you'll agree with this statement. Usually, with any issue, the truth is somewhere in the middle. It, it is. It, it just about always falls somewhere in between the two extremes of the argument. Open it up to everybody. Well, no, don't let anybody in. Now, somewhere in the middle, I think, is the... The sweet spot there.
25: I I think that's correct. That's absolutely right. And and we can find that. You know, if we can find a bill that nobody's 100% happy on, but everybody's maybe 80% happy on, we've done our job. And we're supposed to be deliberative and slow-moving. I think this is a bill that we need to just take a step back, give it a year. We'll be back next January. Let's look at it then.
3: Uh, You could always just, you know strike everything in the house bill and write your own that i hear that's done at times that seems to be a popular move this year. yeah it really does <laughs> uh, we've got senator jeremy england in studio with us we'll continue with him in the element wealth studios on middays coming up next
13: from biloxi to batesville and everywhere in between mississippi families work hard to put food on the table With near record inflation eating into our paychecks, it's getting harder. Today, the average family is having to spend $276 more a month than the same time last year, just to keep up. Mississippi leaders have a unique opportunity to put real money back into the pockets of working people by eliminating the state's income tax, allowing our citizens to keep what they earn and invest in their families, their businesses, and our communities. Now is the time for bold action that sets Mississippi on a path to success for generations to come, to send a signal to our people and the world that Mississippi is open to business. Call your lawmaker and encourage them to move Mississippi forward by joining the likes of Tennessee, Texas, and Florida and eliminating its income tax. Visit EmpowerMS.org to learn more and take action.
7: Paid for by Empower Mississippi.
17: Be sure
10: to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Solutions of Mississippi.
6: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits.
7: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit trustcarehealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster.
10: Follow are here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. You know what that means? Middays
0: with Gerard Gibbert. We'll
20: do it live
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Come back midday's on Super Talk Mississippi Live in the Element Wealth Studio. Senator Brandon Presley, uh, Jeremy England. Rather looked at the wrong thing on here. I, I, I transferred you over to the Public Service
25: Commission. That I had good. to look down and make sure I was in the right seat. Uh, check your ID. Can <laughs> I see right. your card, sir? That's right.
3: Uh, Senator Jeremy <laughs> England with us, and uh, I, I had to throw that little dig in right before the break because. Uh, the back and forth on the tax relief situation has been going on well since the session came into session
25: i think and is there any sign of this being resolved anytime soon well i'll tell you i have seen some movement you know how far it's movement i I don't know you know if 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 this is a mediation it's gonna be a long one right and we're, we're, we're negotiating back and forth i i think uh uh, the bill that senator harkins mentioned yesterday comes a long way from from our end of the hall to to get us somewhere this year um but look i've said all along when i sat here with with gerard two years ago and 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 this was just kind of becoming the hot topic i said look this is a this is a four maybe five year process because we're changing our our tax system you know we're we're changing it and we've got to still keep in mind that we we have to be able to operate as a government um we have to make sure we're not you know i know we want to take drastic actions um but you know my questions are is now the time and if we pull this string what what strings are we not pulling that are going to surface and, and, and maybe be a big issue for us later on.
3: You always have to think even harder about the things that you do during the good times because the bad times could pop back up at any moment. They could. And then you're stuck with what you've got, and then you've got a bigger problem than you would have had otherwise.
25: That's right. And, and you know, I know there's a big debate on whether whether we're looking at one-time money right now. and. And I've heard the other – you know, the, the, a lot of folks in the House say, look, this isn't one-time money. This is – you know, we're, we don't even have ARPA in the system yet. But, you know, Dave, I remember going to Bass Pro last year when the, the federal government just lining everybody's pockets and you couldn't find a kayak or a gun or go find a TV. So our sales revenue has been inflated, okay, and we can't ignore that. Um, you know, now we've we've also made under under uh, Speaker Gunn and 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 uh, Governor Tate Reeves when he was Lieutenant Governor. Then they made a lot of strides, like the 2016 tax cut. So we're, we're probably we probably are seeing some growth because of the good conservative moves that they've made. Um, but you know, they did so gradually, and and I want to wait and let's see where we are. I think, and and let's keep being fiscally responsible with these gradual moves that we're making in the, in the way that we're cutting taxes.
3: Talking about cutting taxes, being fiscally responsible, and seeing how things go, mm-hmm. uh, one of the big topics today, one of the big uh, conversations is uh, Lieutenant Governor mm-hmm. Delbert Hoseman yesterday bringing up the concept of eliminating the gas tax for six months in Mississippi. What do you think about that?
25: Look, I, yesterday was the first I heard about that. So there's, you know, I've got a lot of thoughts that I'm, I'm still digesting on that one but i 'll tell you my initial thoughts sitting here right now is is this is a good idea it 's a good idea for people right now that are that are being hurt by inflation and being hurt by gas prices increasing. It kind of gives a uh, you know an inflationary uh, you know it allows people to deal with inflation right now and deal with these high gas prices i 'll tell you now you and I talked about this a minute ago. Another thing I like about this is it it gives us six months to test the theory of if we cut taxes on one end you know say if we cut taxes outside at the pump. Is that going to lead to an increase in revenue with people going inside and in shopping in the stores and sending that right back through in sales tax revenue? So, you know, it's a six-month uh, probationary period that we can look at, and, and, you know, if it does that, we can say, hey, let's, let's what else can we cut and, and do that? And, you know, I'm a big fan of, of what President Calvin Coolidge did back uh, – you know, I've done a lot of research on that, and that was one thing he did. Matter of fact, he was worried about cutting taxes to the point to where revenue increased so much that government – grew he didn't want government to grow okay so there you know it's a model that's been tested and this would give us a six-month time period to do it and look mississippians will, will be all the better for it uh and folks traveling through our, our state are going to stop here uh, to get gas because we're giving them relief for for a six-month time period
3: and you can ask anybody any economic development person any person in in municipal government Uh, if you get people to stop for gas, they're not just buying gas.
25: That's right. And you know what? They might go in and buy a lottery ticket, you know, and it goes right back to our roads. And, and, you know, uh, we've got a very good lottery system going right now. We're generating a lot more money than I think we all – thought we, we would. Um so that six month period is going to give us a lot to look at, but it's going to help your average Mississippian. It's going to help my folks in in uh in Van Cleaver and East Central that drive to Biloxi or Gulfport to go to work every morning. Uh it's going to help them tremendously for at least six months right now uh, when they need it a lot while gas prices are going up.
3: What do you think the odds are of it happening?
25: Way out on the end of the limb here, Senator. I I know. See, I don't even. uh, I don't buy lottery tickets because I don't. You know, I am not a big gambler. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't say that, but uh, uh, you know, I encourage everybody else to if they need to. But look, I don't. I don't know. I think we've 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 got a beaver dam in front of us that's that's called the 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 tax plan, right? From both sides, we've got a lot of bills that are gathering up behind it. Uh, This is important. It's important for for Mississippi. It's important for Mississippians. whether this gas – like I said, I, I, just, I just heard about this yesterday. I know there's a lot of thought that's been into it. I think it will be helpful. I'm not going to give it better than 50-50 right now.
3: That's probably the safe bet to make, right. I would think. I, I do have to ask, when you say mm-hmm. beaver dam, do you mean there's a blockage in the path of progress, or are you referencing the sheer number of trees that have been cut down and turned into paper for oh, this? Oh,
25: my goodness. Look, we're helping the forestry industry out tremendously in, this, in the state capitol building right now with, with the tax plans and the, the, the large bills that are coming through. But but look, uh, the tax bill is is obviously very important to both ends of the hall. It's taken a lot of the oxygen away from other things. Eight thirty three. I'm not sure if anybody, any of your listeners, had heard about it until I came on uh, here today. Um, But once we get the tax bill out of the way, you're going to see a lot more things start to flow. If we don't get the tax bill out of the way, I'm not sure what we're going to see. Um, We might need some Tannerite, uh, which would make for a good YouTube video, I guess. (laughs) Hey,
3: uh, you could probably sell tickets to it and raise some revenue. Right. Look, anytime we can do that.
25: You know, do what you we, do, we can you let know. the consumers come in and help us raise revenue rather than us just generating, <laughs> it's all the better.
3: Anything else that's still alive that's not dead, dead, dead yet
25: uh, that is sticking out to you? Well, you know, there's a lot that's still alive that, that probably should be dead, dead, dead. Uh, but but look, I have a bill uh, that that the House uh, put a reverse repealer in that I'm going to be working. on. I've worked on it for for last two years and it's made it further through the process than it ever has this year. It's a bill that will create a registry uh, for people who have stolen from the state. It's a a public fund offender registry. If you take from your municipality or or the state or a state agency, in other words, if you embezzle money, uh, you're going to be put on a registry that's kept with the Department of Public Safety, and and you're going to be on that registry until you pay your money back. So you've got an incentive to go pay your money back right there, uh, and it's also going to help, you know, say one municipality or one school board to go – they can go right to this registry and look and say, this person's not trustworthy with our money we don't need to hire them. And the bill, in fact, restricts them from working in 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 any office of accountancy or or a registrar's office or treasury office. So it basically puts these folks on a list, gets them to pay their money back if they want to come off the list, uh, and it gives our other municipalities and everybody a fair warning that, look – these folks have stolen from from the state taxpayers or the, the ratepayers before uh, be on the lookout for them
3: now i i was under the impression that that was still the case in some cases where you know if you if you're found and you're convicted of embezzlement you well you can't do that anymore you can't work there
25: well look there's a, there's a lot of easy ways around that and look we are the criminal justice reform is very important in this state it's important to me uh, but but every time we talk about you know ban the box legislation and, and not checking back on things like that, I, I, I do think that the the Mississippi taxpayers and ratepayers are, are owed this extra level of protection of knowing that if they if somebody's stolen before and proven themselves not trustworthy around our money, uh, we're going to hold them accountable until they at least until they pay it back.
3: I think that's reasonable?
25: I think it's I think it's reasonable.
3: I, w- I would. Uh Hazard a guess that uh, State Auditor Shad White loves that bill.
25: I've talked with him a good bit about it. And I think that, look, he's doing a great job um, making sure that – look, if – our taxes go up the more people steal, right? Because we've got to replace funds. So, so and he's doing a great job getting out there and finding the folks that are misusing our money.
3: It seems like every day he's got another announcement that he makes of somebody else that he caught. That's right,
25: and and I imagine there are people in Mississippi that are that are you know shaking in their boots watching him do this. And, and you know what? If you're stealing from the people of Mississippi, you ought to be shaking in your boots, and you ought to know that that somebody like Shad White, uh, you know, your name might be on somebody's desk in his office building right now. and and be ready look over your shoulder that's right that's right don't steal from the look thievery is one of the worst things i just i can't can't stand it i certainly can't stand it when you're stealing from the hardworking people of mississippi anything else look that's that's one of my most important ones but we've got uh we've got a lot a lot that that we're looking at um we've got a bill right now that I, i know senator nicole boyd is working really hard on that would allow people to make donations to help public schools and to help other entities uh with with children with special needs to help their education um and and we're we're trying to get that and it'll be a tax uh you would get a a, a tax incentive to do so so there's a lot of a lot of good things on that end that we're working on too so we're doing some good things up here
3: senator jeremy england who is not on the public service commission <laughs> right? you have a much better connection than uh than the commissioner did earlier We
25: had a bad phone connection, so yeah, this is very clear. I like coming into the studio and talking. It it just works out better.
3: Enjoyed it. Uh, Good luck on House Bill 833. Keep us updated. Let us know how this sorts out and if there is some middle ground that you guys can find.
25: I sure will, and I'll I'll say uh, here at the end, I'm very proud to serve, Uh, proud to be here. I think everybody should be proud to have you. Thank you, Dave.
3: Senator Jeremy England, we will continue in the Element Wealth Studios here on Super Talk Mississippi next.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Showers and a possible thunderstorm, high near 66. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 51. Your Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. And a look to Thursday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 76. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
0: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too
7: precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare
24: and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you. From Curtis and staff
8: Mississippians pay over $1 billion a year in state income taxes. That's a billion dollars they can't use to buy groceries, school supplies, or pay rent. When it comes to most small businesses, that's a billion dollars they can't use to buy equipment, expand, or offer better pay and benefits. That's why NFIB supports bills to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax and put more money in people's pockets. Visit NFIB.com ms MSTax and tell Jackson it's time to eliminate Mississippi's individual income tax. Paid for by the National Federation of Independent Business.
14: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House passed a new version of their plan to eliminate the state income tax yesterday. Representative Nick Bain tells us it addresses some of the concerns that were expressed in the Senate.
11: Uh, you know, we're not raising anybody's uh, sales tax. We're still cutting the grocery tax and still uh, still eliminating the income tax, hopefully within the next 15 years. Those
14: weren't the only changes.
11: If you will remember from the income tax uh, that we passed earlier in the session, it had a car tag provision allowing you to to cut the car tag. Uh, The Senate didn't like that part, candidly, uh, so we took that out. So now the bill heads back to the Senate for debate.
14: For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're
19: rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it.
0: Middays with Gerard Gippert on Super Talk Mississippi. From the
19: city.
3: Welcome back, Midday, Super Talk Mississippi Live in the Element Wealth Studios. Looking better out there weather-wise. Just a little bit. We'll take it. I'm going to have a nice few days, supposedly. You are just literally <laughs> going to poop all over everything here, aren't you? I'm trying to be positive. Uh, speaking of positive, the unemployment rate, the jobless rate, in Mississippi, one of the 10 best in the country as of January, the January figures that we're talking about, 4.6. Down a full two points from January of 21. So drop down to 4.6, one of the 10 best in the country. Not bad. Making some improvements. They did note that out of the 10 that had the best unemployment rates in the country, Nine of them are states that are under Republican control. Oh, what a surprise. Who'd have thunk it? Never saw that coming. It's almost like one group has a better grip on how to make business happen. kind of not unexpected, I wouldn't think. Uh, Not for most people anyway. But here we are. I don't know if you've seen the latest shortage that we have. Don't like this one. What are we short on now? Potassium iodine tablets. That's what you take in the event of nuclear fallout. I was about to say, those don't generally get stockpiled very often. No, no. The uh, And the way it works, you take the potassium iodine and it goes to your thyroid.
4: Yeah, it saves your thyroid from the radiation.
3: And the way it does that is, the radioactive iodine, uh, your thyroid can't tell the difference between the two. So you take the potassium iodine and flood your thyroid so it doesn't have the capability to absorb anything else, so it doesn't absorb the radioactive iodine from the fallout. It's a very basic explanation of why. They are sold out everywhere. They're being marked up on eBay. A $13 or 14 pack of Potassium iodine tablets currently selling for over a hundred bucks on eBay, and most of the major suppliers say it's going to be April at the earliest before they have any more. <sighs> Can we go back to toilet paper shortages? That was a lot less stressful. You still got leaves in the yard in that case. You got you got backup somewhere, but that's the current mood. That's the current mindset. Of everybody. Uh, There's a company over in Texas that sells bunkers. They sell fallout shelters. Said they normally sell anywhere from three to five a month. They've been selling five to ten a day for the last month. Every day. We're talking about the cheapos are about five grand. That's basically a box under the backyard. You can just go, you know. Take a knee in until things calm down. All the way up to these big, super luxury, one-and-a-half-million-dollar extravaganza bunkers. They're selling them all across the range, getting calls from all over the place, all over the world, and selling them faster than they can make them and put them in. That's the mindset. That's, that's the prevalent attitude. Duck. Can we say they're wrong? I mean, the thing is, it was a little bit before your time, Rhino, but I talked about it earlier. I remember in the 80s. I remember the the peak of the Cold War. I remember all of that that went on. And this was kind of a prevalent mindset at that point. We didn't have the Internet, so you weren't going to eBay to pay too much for potassium iodine tablets. But this feels familiar to those of us that are of the age that we went through it before. Anybody younger than 40? This is new territory. And if you think about what we talked about in the first hour, starting with World War II, when we first dropped the bombs, about every 20 years, we went through another scare for a little while there, which meant you never had a generation that did not remember, at least in some way, this kind of tension. We now have 30-year-olds, never seen anything like this, never had these concerns. So it's a little different. Huey from Raymond, put your helmet on.
4: Yeah, I'm 37, and the closest I have to fearing a nuclear Russia was the misunderstanding of the disintegration of the USSR and the worry of where their nukes would wind up. But that was the closest to nuclear tension I
3: got in my lifetime. Yeah, and it it really wasn't nuclear tension quite at the same level. It, no. it was similar, but not quite at the same level. I mean, we've always had this risk. You've got the Kim Jong of the week over in North Korea. Uh, who continually rattles his tiny little saber every day? Uh, you've had all these different little regimes and different countries that have maybe flared up for a second or so, but this is the first one. This is, Russia and the United States relatively equal in nuclear power. This is the first time since the '80s that this has been a serious, actual. Possibility to consider. Say all that to say this <clears throat> if you are of a certain generation, keep an eye on the 20 and 30 year olds. They may need some backup. I say that, but they're going to be fine. You guys are going to handle it no problem. Don't make a liar out of me. <laughs> Jason and Tupelo, I keep hearing the weird computer voice saying, do you want to play a game? Global Thermonuclear Warfare. How
4: yeah. about tic-tac-toe?
3: Carol in Starville says, my 100-year-old mother can remember hearing air raid sirens in Starville years ago. Yeah. Johnny in West Point, we might want to consider lifting all sanctions on Cuba. Didn't we already pretty much do that to a certain extent? For the most part, and I think anything that's left is kind of low down on the priority list at the moment.
4: Because, I mean, the, the one thing you always think of when you think of Cuban imports is Cuban cigars, and those are everywhere now.
3: Yeah. From the 662, can you say Cuban Missile Crisis? That was a bit tense. That's an understatement.
4: And it's even tenser when you look back on what we've learned since then. It has been declassified by
3: both sides. Here's the main worry to me. Cuban Missile Crisis, the Cold War in the 80s. In both cases, we had a president that was assertive, that had a backbone, if you will. And that's not even a statement of whether or not they actually did. That's the image they presented on behalf of the country. That's the image they presented from the White House uh like him hate him doesn't matter jfk would have turned out different with a different guy in that seat possibly same thing with president reagan would have turned out differently with a different guy in that seat that's what worries me the most about the current situation we got a different guy in the seat it's not very heartwarming it's not it's not very comforting So we'll see. Oh, yeah, Stephen Gulfport, I just thought about that a second ago, said, I remember my school showing the day after for us kids in the mid-'80s. I remember when that came on TV. And I know a lot of the people I knew at the time, their parents wouldn't let them watch it. It was too scary. Meanwhile, I'm literally sitting there with a bag of Cheetos going, yeah, I could have Makes sense. I mean, I was like a junior in high school at that point, so... Yeah. If you haven't seen that, I think it's on YouTube, actually. It wouldn't the, surprise me. The day after was a, a television movie that they made, before television movies really became what they are now, uh, showing what would happen if a nuclear war broke out and the missiles were launched. Kind of an anthology of different people's stories. Showing the day after that happens. Uh, Hit a lot of people hard. (laughs) To the point to where, out of the the two people talking about it here, uh, me and Steve, we both remember it clearly. What? Forty years later. Made an impression. One segment left you know what that means rhino we got to give away some tickets here in the element wealth studios we're going to get ourselves a winner when we come back here on midday super talk mississippi get your text and finger warmed up you're going to need it next Uh
4: termite is a proud vip sponsor of the handyman show on super talk mississippi whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran mississippi's handyman buddy slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each saturday from 10
24: till noon hey i'm here with alex murray of auto innovation
9: at auto innovation we want to change your car buying experience when you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle please come see us We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a master tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net.
5: Let us change your car buying experience.
24: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland.
1: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of
16: Germantown High. Everything for
19: home and garden. That's what
0: yourself with everything you need to take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi we're rolling middays with gerard what what this is
8: so awesome
0: on super talk mississippi
3: was this 81 yeah that was the first piece of music i ever purchased in my life the 45 vinyl single of that song it had just come out and i loved it if anyone has a walker for rent <laughs> I may be close to being in the market for it at this point. Uh, we have a chance to win, and we got to get to that, my friend. Uh, oh yeah! Somebody is going to the coast on our nickel. Yes, yeah, CPR Fest is
4: returning to the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum on Saturday, April 2nd. You'll have three doors down, along with Seether, Bad Flower, and many other bands, all together for one incredible show. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Or you can swing by the Mississippi Coast Coliseum box office, pick up some tickets there. But if you want a chance to win a pair of tickets, all you got to do is get your texting fingers ready and be the 21st person to text in to the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Be the 21st person to text in the word loser, and you'll be a winner of two tickets to CPR Fest on April 2nd on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum. Come on, you losers.
3: Get your text in. (laughs) <laughs> who came up with the word for today well it is a song title yes i know but still the losers are in fine form because we're going to have the 21st text, or i think we may have it already i'm not sure rhino's sorting through that just wanted to give you an update the latest update on oil prices crude oil uh it's very pleasant to watch because you well, when you stop to realize that gas prices are tied to it, this is why gas prices are going down. West Texas Intermediate Crude, that's the benchmark crude for America, down six percent today to ninety six dollars a barrel. So it has dropped well below one hundred dollars. Brent crude, that's the international benchmark, still hovering right around a hundred dollars, but it is down. percent today so oil prices continue to drop except for louisiana light crude which is going up but the different types of crude are used for different things so it it doesn't all just go into one bucket if you will uh the gas prices though definitely on a downward trend i would think based on the benchmark oil prices just wanted to give you one final update before we get off the air. It wasn't just a quick dip yesterday afternoon and this morning. Oh, no, it's still going down. Oil prices. Good news, I think. Do we have a winner yet, Rhino? Oh, yeah, just waiting to confirm. Okay, just just waiting to hear back. So we do have a winner. You losers can stop texting now. <laughs> I didn't come up with a word, so what, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Lovable losers. Or Little River Band, Lonesome Losers. It depends on how the week's going, I guess, as to which one you would be. But we do have a winner. We're just waiting for the confirmation back. We have, uh, out of the 21 people we were looking for to text in, we have about 612 so far. So I think we're good. That's the way it goes, but
4: that's why. And it was on the recommendation of several people on the text line that's why we use such big numbers, so that there is a chance for you to get it in, even though there is a bit of a delay between here and there and you and here.
3: Yeah. If we said, you know, texture number three, eh, odds are kind of low. Gives everybody a shot at it. Johnny in West Point, my first music purchase was 1974, Kiss, the self-titled album. From 601, just heard an economist saying that the drop in crude prices quickly is definitely a sign of a recession and not good news. So, go figure. Yeah, there are always... Oh, there it is. I think we got our confirmation, didn't we? So, we do have a winner. Oh, yeah. Gary was the winner. Yeah. Congratulations. And Brandon. Not our Gary. Different Gary. Different Gary. This Gary is exceedingly non-scary, so it's not him. Congratulations, Gary. Enjoy. It looks like it's going to be a great concert. It's going to be a fantastic show down at the Coast Coliseum. Two weeks from this Saturday is when that happens. Uh, So Rhino will, uh, I think he has already done that. Yeah, he's already told you uh, how you're going to get the tickets and everything. Congratulations, Gary. I'm pretty sure we've got more tickets to give away, too, so just keep listening. You will have another chance to win, at least tomorrow, here in the Element Well Studio on middays. And I'll be back for that. Rhino, you're going to be here tomorrow? I'll be here. That works out great. We will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Drive safely. Stall for a couple of hours to see if they change the price at the gas pump before you go fill up again. We'll do this tomorrow morning at 10:06 right here on Super Talk Mississippi, my friend. We'll see you then
19: A Super Talk Mississippi ah.
0: media production.